Porn Free Radio, episode 22. Hey, this is Matt Dobschutz. Welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast for people who want to live 100% porn free. And I'm excited to talk to you again today. In this episode, we're talking about the biggest warning sign of a relapse. So it's been a couple of weeks uh, from the podcast and I'm back. I'm happy to say that I started a local group uh, for the fall season. And so I've been working offline uh, with a group of people. And it's really exciting to be in a room with someone and kind of talking, uh, breaking through, uh, kind of working with them, collaborating with them, helping them and sharing my story. It's great to to get that feedback. And I love uh, sharing my story here. And I love getting feedback from you online, but sometimes you can't replace that one-on-one contact. And so uh, it's been great. That's been taking up some of my time, but um, I'm excited to, to come back to the podcast and share things that are happening, uh, just even as I'm uh, teaching and kind of working with people uh, in my local group. So uh, today we're talking about the biggest warning sign of a relapse. And before we get to that, um, I wanted to ask you to consider doing something this week. And it's taking a survey for Porn Free Radio podcast. Uh, you can go to pornfreeradio.com slash survey. Uh, it'll take you about 10 minutes. And I'm doing it for a couple of reasons. One, I've been getting emails and talking to people and um, people are obviously downloading. I think we just went over 13,000 downloads this week. And uh, I'm excited by that. But I also want to know more about you. And I want to know more about your struggles. I want to know more about what's working for you. And I also want to get some ideas for things that might help you, whether it's starting a, an online group or um, starting, you know, creating some resources like ebooks or or guides, uh, anything that will help in recovery. Uh, those are the things I'm trying to determine. So, you know, if you'd go and take that survey this week, that would be great. I'm looking to get about 20 or 30 uh, surveys, and it's been exciting so far just to read some of them, um, just to kind of hear what's working for you and. Um, you know, the more good ideas I get from there, the more I can share uh, just on the podcast. So I was thinking about this idea of relapse and um, and I was thinking like, what if there was one thing I could tell someone uh, was a red flag or a warning sign for an impending relapse, what would it be? Uh, would it be a powerful trigger like seeing a you know, someone beautiful walk down the street in front of you? Would it be a stressful day at work? Uh, would it be, you know, all of a sudden the the pay-per-view channels in your hotel room are all, you know, unencrypted and free? Um, would it be, you know, someone sends you a link to something inappropriate, not safe for work, and you look at that and you, you go to the rabbit hole? Um, you know, what are those other types of things? And I, you know, I was just kind of going through those on my mind, but what's the one thing that happens in every relapse, regardless of the trigger, regardless of the access, regardless of any type of, you know, technology or, 
you know, magazines or any sort of media, like what is the one component of every relapse? And I realized what it was. And this is actually different, I think, than some of the other uh, addictions and soft addictions in our lives. Uh, this is unique to porn and masturbation, the habit of, of porn and, and compulsively masturbating. And it's this isolation. It's getting isolated. Um, it's really difficult to act out with porn, uh, to act out with, with masturbation, uh, in community with people. Um, it usually is always precipitated. Every relapse is precipitated by getting isolated. And when I say getting isolated, it's not just, uh, pulling away from people or hiding. That's, that's what we used to do a lot uh, when we were really in the addiction and hiding. We were avoiding people in order to act out and things like that. What I'm talking about is an active recovery. Uh, when you're inviting others into your struggle, um, when you're sort of sharing, whether it's online or whether it's at a, a one-on-one group or, uh, I mean, a one-on-one type relationship like an accountability friendship or whether it's at a support group, uh, what I'm talking about is when you actively choose to pull away from those structures, either to not make a call or to not check in or to not uh, be honest with your wife that some temptation or triggers are coming up, when those things start to happen, when you start to just sort of make subtle choices to pull away from those structures and isolate, that's the red flag for a relapse, even if there's no porn in sight, even if there's not anything stressful in your life, or even if you've had a good day and you're happy, um, when you isolate, when you withdraw, when you stop checking in, when you stop going to group, even if it's just for a week, that's when uh, you're prone to a relapse. And why is that? I think when we get alone, uh, we're tempted to listen to some of those voices in our heads that tell us that we're unlovable or that tell us that uh, when we're alone, no one can see us, so no one loves us. That was a big, powerful lie for me that always uh, tripped me up when I was alone. And so whatever the reason, when we withdraw, when we pull into ourselves, Um, we're more prone to those voices. And when we feel those feelings of being alone, when we feel those feelings of being unlovable, um, that's when we start looking for sources uh, to compensate and to cover those feelings. And so the thing that always precipitates every relapse is some isolation. It is a subtle choosing to bend into yourself pull away from the structures uh, that in the large part keep you keep you free from porn and from addictively masturbating. And so you have to ask yourself, you know, do you have a porn problem? Do you have a compulsive masturbation problem? Or do you really have a problem, a habit of isolating? a habit of withdrawing, and a habit of sort of indulging your aloneness. 
and feeling like you're, you can just disconnect from others whenever you want to sort of medicate. And that's a tough question. You know, that is a really tough question um, because, you know, if you put a filter on your computer and you, you, um, you know, get some safeguards on your TV and you make sure you don't come across any pornography and, you know, with masturbation, if you sort of, you know, take some steps to, um, to kind of not give in to masturbation when you're vulnerable if you do all those things, but you don't deal with this idea of isolating or this pattern of isolation, it won't help you. You'll eventually go back uh, to that covering and to that uh, acting out with porn. And so, yeah. And I, I, I've learned this not through reading a lot of books or through, you know, watching videos on YouTube that explain addiction or the way the brain works and stuff like that. The way that I've learned this is through my own analyzing relapses. You know, my last relapse I've shared on the show was about four and a half years ago. I was in a hotel room traveling for work and um, just was isolated. I had kind of um, Retreated back to my hotel room, wasn't hanging out with my coworkers. I wasn't calling and checking in with some of my accountability partners. I kind of avoided my wife uh, that night or didn't have a you know particularly uh, engaging or connected conversation with her. And when I went to bed, you know, I ended up and uh, listen, I said ended up. It sounds like passive, but I I chose to to pull out my phone and. Um, Actually, I, I think I listened to an, or I, I think, listen to me, I'm trying to uh, hide the way I said it. Or I'm trying to be um, deceptive in the way I'm talking about it. I chose to go on my phone and I actively looked for an erotic story to listen to. And that's what caught me. And, you know, I kind of used a little bit of um, self-denial, a little bit of, edging behavior, thinking, well, I'm not really looking at porn, you know, making it really technical, you know, like in a court of law, I might not be liable for looking at porn. You know, the stuff you do when you're, when you're kind of choosing to act out or when you're edging and you're kind of getting on the edge of, of, of crossing the boundaries. But, you know, that's the funny thing. I didn't actually look at something pornographic, but I, uh, listen to this story. And and I only share that because it doesn't matter how I acted out or how I relapsed. What matters and what the key takeaway here is the isolation. It's the choosing to not be accountable. Uh, it's the choosing to not, um, to not follow the plan, to not uh, follow the structures that really help And so we've talked about that in some other episodes about accountability. We've talked about planning. Uh, But all those things involve others. And so, you know, if you keep relapsing, if that's like your thing, it may not be your computer that's the problem. It may not be the, you know, showtime on your TV or whatever your thing is. It really may be 
that you want to be left alone. You want to isolate. You want to pull away. And continually going back and asking for help and checking in is the worst thing to you and the scariest thing for you to do. And it's tough. It's tough. But that's what you really need to get past in order to get free of this. Uh, You will not conquer this in your own head. You will not get freedom from this just listening to the podcast and, you know, kind of hoping that things change, hoping that, you know, you'll make a different decision when the loneliness comes next. Now, this is a little shorter than uh, a normal podcast that I've, I've been putting out the normal length. And for some of you, you're like, hallelujah, thank God Matt figured out how to do a podcast in under 15 minutes. And, um, and you know, some others of you maybe who are just real gluttons for punishment are going, no, only 15 minutes? Uh, but yes, uh, I'm going to bring this to a landing today. Um, and, you know, I think that's helpful sometimes. Sometimes it's helpful to just... Um, kind of make things a little more brief and be a little more focused. And so, you know, today, add some focus to your life. Um, You know, think about the last time you acted out and think about uh, what went into that. And I'm sure you always focus on the triggers and the way that you acted out. But think about where did the isolation or aloneness play into it? You know, there's probably some emotion in it. Sometimes we think about our sadness or our stress or anger. But where did you actively choose to pull away or to not be accountable, to avoid uh, bringing someone else in? You know, I've shared the story of my friend who is so good at um, sharing things and, and bringing others into his internal life that he shares things before they even are a problem. You know, he'll just say something like, you know, if we're in a meeting and there's a woman in the meeting that is kind of catching his attention, he'll just come and say, you know, I feel drawn to this person. And it's his way of saying, listen, this, I haven't done anything wrong. I haven't crossed any boundaries, uh, but I want to bring you into my internal thinking. And, um, and so, you know, whenever we, uh, relapse, we make a choice to not bring others in and to not ask for help and to not do the, the things, the structures that help us stay free. Um, so think about that. Where do you choose before uh, you act out um, to pull away and to isolate? Hey, so I want to thank you again uh, uh, for just going on iTunes and leaving reviews. We've had a couple of great reviews in the last week. Um, really excited about those. Actually, I think we're up to about 36 ratings or reviews now, which is great. And, um, you know, a couple of these good reviews came in, and I'm, I'm proud to say that we have a five star rating on iTunes, which is awesome. Uh, so I'm really happy about that. And again, um, you know, if you go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a rating and a review would be great. Um, That helps get the word out. As some of these surveys are coming in, I'm seeing that people are finding out about it through iTunes. 
And we are showing up in some categories like the sexuality category. Don't go in that category if you can avoid it. Um, and we're showing up in uh, the self-help category and, and a couple other places. If you look really far in the in some of the Christian categories, you know, we pop up there too just because of some of the faith content of this podcast. But uh, love those reviews. Keep them coming. And once again, uh, you could really help me out this week by taking our survey, our 2014 survey. So that's at pornfreeradio.com slash survey. Um, so go ahead, fill that out. You can fill it out, uh, you know, on, on your desktop. Uh, It should only take about 10 minutes and that's going to help us, uh, just make the show better and also help create resources to support your recovery. Um, great. Well, thanks for listening again. And this, uh, transcript will be available, uh, sometime this week, uh, or next at pornfreeradio.com slash 22. That's pornfreeradio.com slash 22. And that is a great thing I've been meaning to mention. Uh, Believe it or not, uh, we have been transcribing uh, all of these shows. So there may have been something that caught your ear um, a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was the the media episode from episode 10, or maybe it was... um, you know, maybe it was the episode on, um, you know, that Craig Para did with us, the couple of episodes, and maybe there was something that stuck out to you, a phrase, a um, uh, some sort of uh, uh, learning or a quote, and you can go back and get those transcripts. The other thing that you can do with those transcripts is you can download them and you can send them to your friends who don't listen to podcasts. And I know it's crazy. There are people out there who don't listen to podcasts. Um, Believe me, I found out when I started doing a podcast how many people don't listen to podcasts. Um, So, you know, but if you have a pastor in your life, if you have a friend, if you have someone who would benefit from some of the content, feel free to go to that show episode, download that PDF and email it to them. Um, You know, this is great stuff. And I've, I've read a couple of them just to read back, I think I read back the Craig Para interviews. Uh, I think it was from episode 16 and 17, just because it was interesting. Craig talks really fast and it was interesting to just read what he was saying and kind of digest some of it. So um, definitely go back and get those transcripts. And that's something that's that, you know, I think is just a great resource on the, the website. So, hey, Thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.